mateys. No. Yeah. Our mateys. Our mateys. Thank you. It's not because I'm still on Virgin Voyages. It's just Gasparilla Weekend in Tampa. Woohoo! So excited. Yeah, we don't do Gasparilla. And if you don't know what Gasparilla is, it's Tampa's 16-month event. Or at least it feels like it is a 16-month event because there is a kid's parade. There is a get naked, show your titties, adult parade. (laughs) There is then a parade at night. And then there is a music festival. And then there's an arts and craft festival. And then there's the Gasparilla Distance Classic. Um, It just goes on for months and months. And we don't celebrate. And then Guavaween happens, which is basically the same thing, but Halloween thing. Yeah. Though we have run into Gasparilla Distant Classic in the past. Did you run? Yes, you have run. I did the 5K. Yeah. I did the 15, the 8, and the 5. Not at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> That's about the only thing we've done in Gasparilla. Well, we went to the parade. It was awful. I got beer spilt on me. Anyways. It wasn't a good time. Parking nightmare. Parking the nightmare. typical Gasparilla Bowl. But if you like parades, beads, and titties, this might be the event for you in Tampa. It happens every year. Yeah, people fly here for it. Yeah, when I work for an international airline, people are like, oh, I'm here for Gua- or Gasparilla. I'm like, you're here for what? You flew across the pond for Gasparilla? But hey, to eat your own, enjoy it. By the time this comes out, it's over, at least. One of three, per, two, two out of three parades would be over. <laughs> but I guess I should introduce myself if you've never heard this podcast before. My name, or this sultry voice, comes to you all the way from Puerto Rico. His name is Manny. And I'm Sean. And together we form the, the Moss, Moss podcast. podcast. Sean's from mm-hmm. a small city in North Carolina. Yeah, it's called Allander, not Orlando. It's really small. You gotta like, you gotta pinch your map so much to get in. Oh my god, that your fingers might hurt. <laughs> That's how small it is. Move on. <laughs> well, happy Gasparilla weekend. How have you been, sir? I've been good. Um, this week has been pretty good. Work-wise, I'm starting a new project, which I'm excited about. Love starting new things, new ideas, new creativity. But on a whole, it's been a good week. How about yourself? Well, you know, it's the first week back after vacation. That's always exciting. Yeah, it's always a blast to go back to work. It's always great to come back and be like, oh, these emails. (laughs) Nobody answered them while I was gone. I didn't expect anybody to do that, obviously. It's, they're my people. But you come back and you're all rested and then you're like, oh, I'm tired again. But it's been an all right week. Pretty busy. Anything fun? Nothing fun has happened this week. Not that I can think of. I drove through a car wash. Congratulations. Oh, I got my haircut today. 
Uh, I got my haircut this week. As well. I know. But you got it with our barber. I had to go try somebody new because my barber is out of town. But you know, Damien got me. All right. Damien got me hooked up. I look fabulous. It looks nice. Yeah. You look good. If you're in Tampa, go visit Soho Shave Company Co. Co. <laughs> Don't, um, we're not sponsored, but we have been going, <laughs> we've been getting our hair cut by the owner for many years. And he opened his own shop in 20, 2019, 2018. 2018, I think. Yeah. So fairly recent. He's got a great group of barbers in there. You can't go wrong. We've been cut with Anthony. Now me, Damien. You've you've done Dana? Yes. Yeah. And Dana, Anthony. That's it. Yeah. And, and Danny, the owner. <laughs> and then there's only two other barbers we haven't tried there. Um, but their work looks phenomenal. Every Everybody's really nice. Everyone's a good barber, so it doesn't really matter yeah. who you get. They take walk-ins. Why are we doing an ad for Danny? I'm not sure. But, you know, (laughs) support a small business. All right. Go check out Danny if you're in Tampa. (laughs) If you're in Gasparilla and need a haircut, check out his barbers. Mm, They close for Gasparilla, but hey, girl. (laughs) If you're in for the week, then go on Monday. Wait, what do you call a girl barber? Is it a barber, too? I was thinking that in the chair today for some reason. Is there a word? (laughs) Uh, she cuts hair, so I assume she's a barber. Unless okay. you call him a beautician, but like I really wouldn't no. call her a beautician. I don't know. Stylist? No. Sure. All right. Word of the day. Or <laughs> phrase of the day. If you know, let us know. <laughs> but we're going to jump into today's podcast. And as we like to call it. The The issue issue on on the the table. table. So Sean's going to be leading this one today. We're going to talk about one of our favorites. Our favorites? That was sarcasm. I got it. (laughs) Um, We're going to talk today about Ronald DeSantis, or as we call him, Dictator DeSantis. His real name's Ronald? Yeah. Oh, I thought... Ron DeSantis. I just thought his name was Ron DeSantis. I'm pretty sure it's Ronald DeSantis. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Don't be spewing fake facts out here. Alternative facts. (laughs) My name is not Santos. Anyway. (laughs) So, Mr. DeSantis has been making quite the splash in the news lately. Um, When isn't he really... To be honest with you, uh, he is really going for that 2024 nomination. So this week, he what has... What fun thing has he done this week? He has decided to block um, an African-American studies course. Mm. Now, we know him from his famous bills like Don't Say Gay... <laughs> Um, the Stop Woke app. The way you said it. What? You may know him from. <laughs> like he's some fucking musician. We're reading off his resume. <laughs> Welcome to our TED Talk. This is his resume. This is literally his presidential True. nomination resume. That is, that's all he's doing is building his resume. That is true. So on January 23rd, um, 
He said the state is blocking a new advanced placement course on African-American studies because it included the study of queer theory and political movements that advocated for abolishing prisons. This is a quote from him. I'm not going to talk like him because I can't. And he'd be moving on his hands like Trump. It's just, it's so stupid. And you're going to hit your microphone. Right. (laughs) That's the political agenda, DeSantis said at a press conference in Jacksonville. That's the wrong side of the line for Florida standards. We believe in teaching kids facts and how to think. But we don't believe they should have an agenda imposed on them when you try to use black history to shoe, to shoehorn in queer theory. You are clearly trying to use that for political purposes. So let me break this down for y'all. Let me give you the facts off top. Please, because my brain hurts. And then we can go into discussion about it. First of all, let's be clear. This is an advanced placement course, um, which means it's an optional course for high school students to take to get college credit. He wanted to be clear in saying that, you know, we're not getting rid of African-American history being taught because it's important. Um, It is still part of the curriculum and you don't have to worry about that. But this particular course, he don't want it. It is a year long course. Um, They had issues with queer theory, like we said, other issues that they have with some of the topics within the course are the movement for the Black Lives Matter. Um, black feminism, and reparations. He believes that it violates the Florida state law. Uh, that he passed. That he passed <laughs> of critical race theory, which um, bars instructions that suggest anyone is privileged or oppressed based on their race or skin color. So, so wait, so how, how does that course do that? Violate the law of critical race yes, theory. Like it, it's history. It is history. Um, but I, he has an issue with some of the things that go along with black history, uh, okay. which to your point, I see it. History is history. Right. You can't reframe it. You can't tell it in a different way to make one group of people feel no, the Bible better. And, well, I mean, that's a whole nother <laughs> discussion. Um, but and you can't whitewash it. His whole thing from the start with critical race theory is because he believed that it made white children feel like they should be ashamed or they had an advantage because we talk about white privilege all the time, right? All of this is a part of his woke agenda. Woke is is just another word for racism at this point. Which is a platform for the Republicans. Yes. It has lost all meaning of what it started out to be. Now they just use it as a a verb to rile up a base. Calling something woke just means different. Just means diversity. Just means it's not all white. Right. At this point, that's, that's what the word in their eyes means. They have taken that word and weaponized it and turned it into something that it was never meant to be. Got it. All right. Okay. Back to sorry. sorry. I had to ask the question because I was trying hard to understand that. So speaking of woke, uh, Manny Diaz, who is the Florida Education Commissioner, said that the course was woke indoctrination masquerading as education. Oh, 
Bueno, un latino. Un latino. He's from Miami. Oh, Cuban probably. <laughs> no offense to the Cubans, but... So basically, they don't want this taught because it infringes on what he believes is critical race theory. But when you speak to some of the Black educators in Florida, what they're saying is queer theory is a part of Black history. There are plenty of historic gays, lesbians, transgenders, people who identify as a different gender that have done historic things. And all of that is to be talked about. And all of that is to educate not only Black students, but people of many different races. Going to school, going to high school, going into university, it's all about expanding your horizons. It's all about learning new things. It's about learning from the past and making sure that you have a good head on your shoulders, you know what your ancestors or people in the past have been through to get you to the point where you are today. And I don't feel like anyone should be barred from having that experience. And this seems exactly what he intends to do. Yeah, because like... Just play devil's advocate. Like, so what about all the other fucking history? That's okay. It seems to be okay. It seems to be fine. There hasn't been a ban on learning about, you know, Hitler or the Holocaust, at least not yet. Well, well I mean, they're trying to be him. So, I mean, this is, I'm just saying it how it is. Borderline. We are border. We are just, borderline. We are slowly just tapping that line. And then we've said it before, school and education is what is used to indoctrinate children. So taking away a key piece of their education, um, whether this course is optional or not, you are preventing someone for, from being able to ask a professor in a class who may know something a bit more about a certain subject or a certain person in history, you're taking away that experience for them. Um, yes, I know Google exists. Yes, I know the internet exists and we can look up things and Google things all day. But it's different when you're in a classroom amongst your peers and educator who is there to help you and guide you and help you better understand and put a human face and element to the topic that we're talking about. And you are essentially not giving that student the opportunity to do so anymore yeah and he he anytime i hear him talk he's like reading writing arithmetic reading writing arithmetic uh, there's a plenty of bullshit courses that students have to go through in school anyways and i know this one was specifically an ap course which not all students would even do right but it's like continuously just slowly scraping away anything that is just not of the one singular color, uh, gender, cis, um, what's the other word I'm trying to say? In one religion. That's, that's all we're, we're chipping away and we're using these very loose facts to um, support the decisions they make. Right. So here's a second quote from him. 
We want to do history, and that's what our standards for Black history are. It's just cut and dried history. You learn all the basics, you learn about the great figures, and you know, I view it as American history. I don't view it as a separate history. You know, he likes to say that a lot. You know, we have history in lots of different shapes and sizes. People that have participated to make the country great. Oh, my God, don't say that. People that have stood up when it wasn't easy and they all deserve to be taught. But abolishing prisons, being taught to high school kids as if that's somehow a fact. No, 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 no. That's not appropriate. They're not teaching kids to abolish prison. What they are saying and what from what I have read They were teaching that the prison system, the way that it is set up, the way that people of different races are marginally given more time for less crimes, Mm -hmm. like marijuana, for example. Um, We know that it is, I forgot if it's 10 times more likely or whatever, that a person of color will get a larger sentence than a white person will. And I know that I'm talking a lot about race, but that is what this whole thing is about at the end of the day. I mean, when you cut it down to, whoops, that's my chair if you heard that. Um, at the end of the day, that's what it is. It, it's, it's race. It, it comes down to race. And they wrap it around woke that we're, we have a political agenda around race. And I just, I don't see it that way. I like. This is an elective course. Obviously, it's AP. But you look at other things they have done. Like, they're pulling books off shelves because it might allude to um, uh, something that might impact race or uh, the LGBTQI community. Right. It's like, we're removing textbooks from classrooms because a math problem question might lead to that uh, particular scenario it's just that's what we are removing the race from everything and i don't know that i want to live in that in that world who does or who doesn't who wants their children going to school and and they complain about this so much you can't say who there is a population of people (laughs) there's a population of people but he complains about it so much saying that you know he wants to give parents the right to choose what their kids learn in, in school. But we have to realize like the teachers went to school for this to teach kids to know education, to be able to deal with them in a classroom. Your mom and dad go to work every day. They work eight hours or 10 or 12 or have two or three different jobs. They ain't got time to teach you nothing. But when it when it comes to sex or gender or any of that stuff oh no 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 don't talk about that mm-hmm. we'll talk about it at home yeah like you're you're denying kids a chance because school is all about community it's all about learning from one another right we're all from different races we're all from different backgrounds right we all have different histories so the classroom is a, a, supposed to be a safe space um, where you can discuss these things right. and learn from it. In your, in your home, what you're going to learn is exactly what your parents want you to learn. I, I feel like it's very short-sighted in that you don't want to, you think this is indoctrinating children, but if all they learn is from their cisgender white parent at home, 
what African-American history is, I don't think they're going to get that great of an education from them. Right. And, oh, I had it on the top of my head and it disappeared. But it's like, if you just want to teach students reading, writing, and arithmetic, if that's, because that's his big fucking thing, then why do we have these multi-million dollar campuses open if we just want to teach literally reading, writing, and arithmetic? And just one-sided education. You might as well just have students be homeschooled, send them home with a damn laptop, close down all these fucking schools. Like there's no point in having students to go where they can't they can't associate with people uh, and learn of differences in in gender identity or I know we're getting all sidetracked with that, but it all comes it all comes back around in a ginormous circle. And I and I use the snowball reference, I think, two pods ago. We're just, we just keep rolling that ball and slowly removing things and justifying it very loosely behind anything kind of, any kind of fact. Right. And once again, his whole thing is he doesn't want the kids that are one race to feel any sort of feelings toward what happened in the past, which to me is mind-blowing because I know that slavery happened. I know that this white boy that's in the class with me is not his fault. He should know that it's not his fault. No one is saying that you should feel lesser than you are because maybe someone in your, your way, way, way past on slaves. That's just, that's, that's a fact. If we want to talk about facts, that is something that did happen. So we can't gloss over it. Like, you know what? We're, we're not going to talk about slavery. We're not going to talk about white privilege. We're not going to talk about any of that. We're just, everybody is one. That's not true. It's, that's, that's the reality of the world that we live in today, especially the world we live in today. That is not true. No. Sadly, I wish it was, I wish it was like, you know, we are equals. We are seen equally by everyone in this country. But that's just not true. Not true. And, and we're doing everything in our, not we, they are doing everything. They probably wouldn't like that I'm calling them they. <laughs> um, <laughs> can't wait to get to that in my corner. They are doing, they're doing everything in their power to, to create that environment for students and, and they're and what's even scarier is they're they're pushing it now towards like universities, public public state universities, which is like that was the ultimate place where students could potentially um learn of new races or learn about somebody else's culture. And I feel like having worked in a university, that was something that I always saw on our campus where I worked with different ethnicities. Uh, eating lunch together, just learning from each other. And you would see it in the clubs on campus. You know, people of that race might go to their event to learn more about it, learn about their foods, learn. And I just feel like we're just eliminating that. And if you made the point that you were just wanting to teach arithmetic, writing, and reading, then you would get rid of all the other bullshit courses. Then I don't need to learn American history, just regular American history, if that's what you want. Because I, I mean, call it what it is. Like, we're just trying to eliminate anything that's different. Yeah, diversity is a bad word. Diversity is 
not what we need. And once again, like like we said earlier, diversity has been replaced with the word woke. Yeah. If anything is diverse, is woke. Disney got a black mermaid, too woke. Too woke. So they closed Splash Mountain. Why? Because it's woke. Yeah, because they're putting in Princess Tiana. <laughs> it's so, so stupid. And this this week, there was a news story on Fox News about the Xbox console, which you can put in sleep mode being woke because they said that they're coming for the children, teaching them about climate change. And, you know, I I can't. You can't make sense out of nonsense. And it's pure nonsense. It's everything that's been happening lately is utter nonsense. I and I can't. And I want to be back on a virgin voyage where I felt none of these problems existed. <laughs> Why diversity was celebrated and magnified. Everybody was united. Except those gays at that table. They were oh. talking shit about so many people. But anyways, we'll leave that on the cutting room floor. Anything else on this? It just, it just every week something new comes out of the DeSantis camp. I, I can't wait to see what he does next. I mean, I don't have a clue anymore what would be next. Separating bathrooms? Like, I, 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 I'm not trying to be funny. Didn't they already do that? No, I mean by color. Like, Oh. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I just don't know anymore. Every time I feel like we've reached the top of the most insane thing we can do, we just do something else. And I need to stop saying we, because I'm not a part of that shit. Um, and just a little thing, Mr. Manny Diaz Jr. doesn't even acknowledge him being of Latin descent or his, <laughs> is an American politician. And not American Latino. I mean, he mm. was born in Miami, but you know, he's still Latino. But I mean, you're Latino, you should be proud of that shit. The hell. And, it, and his name is Ronald Dion DeSantis. I knew it was Ronald. So, <laughs> whatever. Oh, my God. People should start calling him Ronald to see if it pisses him off. Ronald McDonald. <laughs> no, let's not beskirch that clown's name. No, leave him alone. I mean, he do, He does look like a clown. Actually, now that I think about it, he does look like Ronald McDonald. He got the red hair. Who? He, DeSantis. DeSantis ain't got no red hair. It's not red. No, his hair is black, ain't it? Okay, now I got to look. I mean, are you confusing name. Trump? I know they're kind of the same. I mean, I would. He ain't got red hair. No. Trump. Well, I guess his face is always looking red and orange. <laughs> Anyways, let us know what your thoughts are on this uh, AP course um, being blocked here in the state of Florida. The hair is not. Is reddish brown. Whatever. He look like a clown. Anyways, it's fine. Let us know what you think. <laughs> Let us know what your feelings are, are on the uh, AP course and what your thoughts are. Always good to hear a perspective. But um, in this household, we see it as just another attempt to continue reducing uh, students' learning differences. Diversity. Diversity. Woke. So that'll do it today for the issue, issue on, on the, the table. table. You know, we were harmonizing. Be ready. Didn't I tell you that? Or stay ready. I told you that on a previous yes, call. Jesus. On a previous call. On a previous podcast. <laughs> Anyways.
So we're returning back to our regularly scheduled program that includes our, our corners. corners. So today I will kick it off back to Sean's corner. <laughs> Hi, y'all. Welcome to my corner. <laughs> All right. So, n- not to make this pod super political, but it is what it is, girl. Um, is so, it as much political? I mean, I know politicians are making these moves. Right. But it's like affecting everybody. Everybody. So, that's what my corner is about this week. Um, basically, I titled it They Want to Erase Us because that's exactly what it feels like they want to do. Um, so, there have been several bills. That the Republicans has brought to the floor in different states. Um, one of these states, this is Wisconsin. Um, there's a pronoun fine and jail time for librarians. I'm sorry, what? Yes, you uh, you heard that right. No, repeat that. Pronoun fines. Fines. Mm-hmm, and jail time. And jail time. For librarians. Because our jails aren't already overcrowded. <laughs> okay. Okay, so they put a bill forth that was rejected, and I'll tell you why. Not why you think. Uh, I was about to applaud. <laughs> that was rejected. It was um, mandated that people affiliated with schools or institutions receiving public funding have to pay a $1,500 fine for using gender pronouns other than those assigned at birth for themselves or others. Mm. That means that if you worked in, I don't know, somewhere public where, you, where they received funding and you call somebody by they, them, you could be fined $1,500. Are they hiring new police agents to <laughs> investigate they, them incidents? So the reason why this didn't pass. Didn't the, go too far. I didn't the, go far enough. <laughs> the state Senate Judici- Judiciary Committee agreed with the bill's intention to limit transgender rights, but rejected it for being poorly written and hard to enforce. <clears throat> so why even bring it to the table? Because politicians don't care anymore, so they just pass whatever. Remember the bills that passed here where some of them came out? Well, I didn't even read it. Right. <sighs> In a separate proposal, Republican lawmakers introduced a bill to ban sexually explicit materials from libraries with possible jail time for librarians that do not comply. Public libraries could no longer provide books on a range of topics, including any on sexual identity or gender identity. So wait, is it sexual or is it just specifically towards gender? Because I didn't know libraries had like porn in the back. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or am I misinterpreting that? Well, they interpret sexual identity and gender identity as being sexually explicit. Oh, now I get it. Yes. Thank you for clarifying. You're welcome. I should have known because we're have. all a bunch of pedophiles. Uh, ooh, getting to that too. Oh, <laughs> I didn't, y'all, I didn't read. I didn't even know what his topic was this week. So several states have filed over 100 laws targeting LGBTQ rights. Texas has filed the most. Shocker. It's not Florida? <laughs> no, it's not Florida. Oh. <laughs> um, Texas has a total of 36 
Missouri has introduced or passed 26, followed by North, Co- North Dakota and Oklahoma with six. I'm not surprised with those states. Uh, West Virginia, Virginia, West Virginia <laughs> has advanced a bill that would ban doctors from performing gender affirmative surgery on transgender youth. Um, a proposal that many in the medical community and advocates have decried as transphobic and unnecessary. In Mississippi, state house legislators passed a bill that bans physicians from administering gender affirmative care to people under 18. Ron DeSantis has targeted gender affirmative health care at Florida universities. Now, this one, funny. Not funny in a, in a laugh, laugh way, but funny like, what are you trying to do? DeSantis, the DeSantis administration issued a blanket request to 12 Florida universities asking for information on the number of students diagnosed with gender dysmorphia or dysphoria or receiving on-campus treatments. His office did not elaborate on what will be done with the collected data. Isn't this data supposed to be private? That, That was a question I had, but I don't know. But noted that it was for governing institutional resources and protecting the public interest. So to get rid of them. So. To fund them. This seems like a violation of their rights. All of this seems like a violation of your rights. Yeah, because Period. I, I think of like the protection. What is it called? Is it called HIPAA? I mean, HIPAA is, your, is, is the right for your medical your medical records and all of that is protected. Like you can't just give somebody. A, yeah. The only thing I can think of it, if it is sponsored by federal dollars, the or care state, state, state dollars, the healthcare. Yeah. But even then, but like, even I think then, about clinics. I, I, I can't comment too much. Cause I don't know if. I can't public, either. And that's not the point of this corner. The point of this corner is to point out the fact that these people want to do nothing but erase us from this planet. Mm-hmm. Come hell of high water, however many laws they have to push and try to get through to make sure that anybody that is different from them is gone from their sight is what they will do. Yeah, that's what they want. <sighs> and I don't know why it bothers them so much. The other thing they are cracking down oh, on boy. is drag shows. And drag queens, which we all know. At least eight states have taken steps to either restrict or ban drag shows, with at least 14 states introducing such bills. Drag show performances across the country have faced increasing violence and anti-drag protests. In December, an anti-drag protest with 500 participants targeted a public library in the Queens Borough where drag queens were reading books to children. (sighs) Legislators in eight states have introduced this um what was that word i'm sorry which one legislation oh okay <laughs> it's a restrict or censor the shows basically they want to redefine what a drag performer is as someone performing oh, while using a dress makeup and mannerisms associated with a gender other than the one assigned to them at birth they are also introducing bills that would define adult or sexually oriented businesses to include any establishment that hosts a drag performance so that that they would be zoned differently so like it, like, like gay pl- clubs so a gay club can't be anywhere near a school if it, there's drag 
performances. Yes. Got it. The, the most gay clubs aren't near a fucking school. This is also facts. Like, what are we doing? Why is a school near a gay club or any club for that matter? <laughs> Locations that would then fall under common zoning provisions that prohibit adult businesses from being located in the vicinity of schools or residential areas. I am, I am tired. I am tired of y'all. I am tired of your hate. I am tired of your bigotry. I am tired of your toxic masculinity. I am tired of your fragile little egos. I am so done with you being afraid of anybody that is different from you. Nobody wants your, oh, I'm trying to be nice. I'm going to be nice. Nobody (laughs) wants you. Nobody's thinking about you. Nobody cares about you. The LGBT community is over here living their best lives and just trying to fucking stay alive. What we don't need is you causing more, throwing more gas on the fire to insinuate or what is, what did Trump do? Insurrection. No, that's not the word. Anyway. To they're being empowered. Entice more people to go out here and harass, threaten, or kill members of the LGBTQ community. Stop it. Enough is a fucking enough. You have no idea what these people go through. And me speaking as a black gay man in this country, I know that I have a certain privilege because I can blend into the crowd. But there's so many of us out there that are trans that are um, just different on a visual level that makes them more of a target to these people. Mm. And all you do is sit behind your desk, writing bills, building your base based on hate. And these people have to go through their day-to-day lives just struggling to get through the day without being harassed, without being made fun of. They just want to live their lives just like you. No one is bothering you. No one is a pedophile. No one is out here raping. If anybody is out here raping children, there have been more Republicans caught either the one guy that got caught masturbating um, at an elementary school, um, the other one that fi- they found child porn on his computer. Like, leave us alone. That's all. That's all. I'm, that's all I want to say. Leave us alone. Stop trying to erase us. You won't do it. You can try. Leave us alone. I mean, they can erase us. Been done before. It hasn't, because even those people are still here. Very true. (laughs) Well, what was your corner about again? There was a lot there. They want to erase us. Oh, yes, you did say that. It's basically just the dumbing down and the getting rid of our rights. That's it. Got it. Well, thank you. Very passionate segment there for you. Thank you. What is your segment about? Well, come on in, get closer, and welcome to Manny's Corner. I'm not going to talk about Bad Bunny today. 
Um, even though I could, because he's going to be on the Grammys. But I'm not going to say anything else about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, my corner kind of coincides with your corner. Oh, no. <laughs> Unintentionally. Mine uh, is, a, is about the word Latin X. So we're going to talk about the word Latin X. Which, um, if you have not heard of it, it is the gender-inclusive term, which includes non-binary individuals. So, you know, Latino, Latina, those emphasize masculine or feminine. Latino, male, Latina, woman. Well, we all know uh, for many more years than any of us have been on this planet, there have been gay people. They have been transgender people. There have been people that do not identify with any gender. The issue is everyone's been in a box in a closet because the rest of the fucking world has an issue with us. So here we are with the word Latinx, which is the non-binary gender inclusive term Um, that uh, it's recent. It's not a term that has been around for a lot. Um, Previously, it was also referred to as Latin at, Latin at symbol. Uh, There was issues with that word because um, when it was used in a social context on media, social media, uh, it would tag people. Uh, So we kind of moved away from that and landed on Latin X. So, the, I don't know how this lady got elected, but Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the worst press, no, she was not the worst. The one that came after it was the worst. Press secretary of the White House is now the governor in the state of Arkansas. And her first uh, point of duty on her first day was to write an executive action to get rid of the word Latin X. In addition, I'm just going to throw these two in because you were talking about what you were talking about. She also signed two additional bills, uh, one that would classify drag shows as adult-oriented businesses, and then the second one would ban transgender people from using bathrooms at K-12 schools. So, that's just a piece of the puzzle there. It goes back to what Sean was saying, trying to erase us. Uh, But I'm going to focus back to the word Latinx. (laughs) Um, It is true that the word is not commonly used uh, in the community. Um, As I said, it's fairly new, the word itself. There was a 2020 uh, Pew Research study that found that only 3% of the Hispanic population nationwide actually uses the term um, Latinx. That is the bill or the research study that supported uh, Huckabee Sanders. Colonel, I'm going to call it Colonel Sanders. <laughs> uh, she gets real mad over that. Changed her gender. Um <laughs> What was I saying? I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> there were only 3% of the population using yes. it, so she used that as a catalyst. To- Correct. That was the catalyst <laughs> that she used to justify this executive action. Now, people in the LGBTQ 
uh, I community say not so fast. This is just another overreach to prevent individuals to be able to identify as they identify. By erasing the word Latinx from governmental documents, you now have taken away the opportunity for somebody who does not identify as Latina or Latino. You have taken that away from them now. Now, some of you out there might be not on our side on this, and that's okay. But a lot of people that I hear is like, oh, all these things are coming out now. Latinx, non-binary, transgender. And like I said, every individual that may identify as such has been here since before us and has been here before all these motherfuckers that have been running in office, even though half of them look dead. We have all been here. Every single race, every different creed, every single person that identifies differently has been here for a multitude of years. Millennials. Millenniums. Wait, the word I'm looking for? Millenniums. You said it right. Yeah, okay. That, that didn't sound right when I said it. <laughs> the only difference now is that people are wanting to be acknowledged with how they identify because for too long now, people have had to hide behind walls, behind closets. Because we haven't been able to express ourselves. And here we go again. This is just another example of the MAGA-esque world that continues to push its agenda of erasing anything that allows somebody to identify differently um, than straight, cisgender Whatever religion they, I still don't know what religion they're on. I don't know, Christian, Catholic, I don't know which book they follow, but whatever religion they all believe in, if you're not that person, they don't care no more. They don't want you to exist. They want you to be them. In addition to uh, the word Latinx, uh, it has also been split amongst the Latino community or Hispanic community. I learned a whole lot about the different meanings. I could do a whole pod on that. And the fact that these communities are also in favor of removing the word Latinx. And some of the opinions that are coming from that is because they themselves don't believe in the authority of someone to be able to express themselves. And we all know in in the black and brown communities, as, as liberal as they may be at times, gay, transgender, non-binary is still like a subject of like, we don't get it and we're not in favor of that. So not only that, this has brought like new light to the word Latinx and has now been causing a riff within the, the Hispanic Latin community because there's a side of the population that says we don't need that word. I don't identify with that word, I don't use that word, so it doesn't need to be present. And then you have the other side where it's like, well, fuck you, because I don't have, I'm non-binary. This is how I identify. And this is the word that I choose to use. So just back to your term, it's just, they continue to find little, like you literally on your first day in office, that was the one thing you went and did. You, like, When you get ready to take office, I know you think about the bills you want to pass, the executive actions you want to do. 
because all pre- all presidents, governors, whatever, they do that. But I'm like, you were sitting down as you found out you won your seat, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to delete the word Latinx from all the documents. That's going to be my first pressing order of business. I'm sure that was the most important thing that she could think of at the time to do. And honestly, I, I was actually kind of surprised that Arkansas, of all states, had the word Latinx on, <laughs> on a government document. Because it's not hurting anyone. No, I know, but we know. Yeah, I know. I get the overall picture. I'm just saying, like, these, the pronouns, the Latinx, it's not hurting anybody. If it's not you, don't check the box. You don't have to say it. When you walk into a building, you say good morning to someone, just say good morning to them. If you don't know their gender or they prefer you call them they, them, or he, him, or her, she, do that. It doesn't take any more time to say that and make that person feel good than anything else. Yeah. It's no different than when I talk to somebody and their name is like Samantha and I say Samantha and they're like, oh no, I don't go by that. My name is Sam. Okay, I will address you as Sam then. Why should that be any different for anybody else? Like, I don't get it. And again, I keep going back to, I keep seeing like all these new things keep coming around. Like we have been here. Many of them have already passed. They were not able to ever express themselves. People now want to be able to express themselves. And we should be okay with that when it's not hurting anyone. Once again, you can't get rid of it. It's going to be here. It's been here. It's been here before you. It's been here before that. It's going to be here after you. So, so that, that, that's what I would... She also called the word culturally insensitive. Power no. order. I don't know. Are you a Latin woman? Are you a Latino? I don't know what she is. Sarah Huckabee. How is it, how is it <laughs> quote, culturally insensitive? To who? I don't have a fucking clue. Because <laughs> she didn't expand on that. It's like, first of all, it's not your community to comment on what's culturally and not culturally insensitive. If I, I dug in a little bit deeper, but I still didn't get a clear understanding why she said that. I know... Just referencing back to Latinos and Latinas talking about, you know, I don't identify with that word. It shouldn't be. I feel like that's what she's kind of grasping at. I mean, but like you said, that's not your community for you to pass judgment one way or the other. Right. And at the end of the day, I need my Latinos, Latinas, whatever you want to identify as. Let's stop beating each other up. Like with words. Like we need to be in this fight together. As a united front, because when we bring down others because they identify with a different word, such as Latinx, then that side of the power is like, see, they don't want it either. Get rid of it. So let's let's lose some of this Latino machismo that we all got inside of us. We're men got be all right. Let's be all, let's be more like Bad Bunny. Free to the world. Anyways. You brought it back, y'all. I did bring it back. Oh, one last thing on this Latinx. The log cabin Republicans. A sorry representation of the LGBTQI community. Praise the, the order. Praise the order. And I'm just like, first of all, this is about Hispanic culture. Okay, log Republicans. I'm just like, sit down. 
Y'all don't need to comment on anything because I don't know how you're a log cabin Republican and, and, and being members of the LGBTQI community. That I, I don't know. I have nothing for them. I have nothing for them either. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I guess you guys are rich enough to where you're okay with all your rights being taken away. You can be, you can get on a yacht or something. I don't know. But anyways, that has been Manny's Corner. <laughs> well, that was, um, it was a heavier podcast than I thought it was going to be today. But it was important. Like, we, yes, we, we love to have fun. We love to make y'all laugh. We love to... We know. gave you a whole one hour and 40 minutes on a virgin voyages. So yeah, that, was, that was us being silly and fun and loving virgin because we do love virgin. <laughs> like, it is great. We're not... We're not we're like not. a virgin. But, you know... Touch for the very first time. Are you going to the Madonna tour? <laughs> okay. Anyway... <laughs> Sometimes these conversations... Oh, my God. Why is she going on tour? Why did you bring that up? <laughs> I almost fell out my chair when I read that. Godspeed, Madonna. I hope your bones can carry you through. Honey. Anyway. Oh, child. Because when I saw Paula Abdul at the Thanksgiving Day Parade, I was like, girl, girl. And bones are stiff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, sometimes we, we have to bring you these topics because they're important. These particular topics are important to us and our communities because we are a part of them. We are the ones that our rights are, we feel like our rights are being taken away. And if we don't inform you, if we don't stand up to it, you know, then the next thing you know, they'll come for your rights. Nobody is safe. To be honest, none of you are. Roe versus Wade was thrown out the door. They came for the women. And they ready to pass legal legislation that takes that right away from you. They are ready. Even though they said leave it to the states. Leave it to the states, but all of them talk about doing a federal ban. That's what I'm saying. So nobody's rights are safe. No one can be trusted. And it's up to us to keep each other informed, keep each other abreast of what is going on. Correct. So, yes, sometimes the pods can be a bit heavier, but we hope that, you know, somewhere in here you found some laughter and joy. <laughs> Especially Madonna. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Don't shake Madonna. I, will, I know I Googled how old she was when I read that. She was... And I forgot. She's oh over my. 60, isn't she? Mm, Paula Duke was younger, right? I think so. And Paula Duke could barely move. This is... Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> uh, she's 64. Oh, dear Jesus. <laughs> Gonna have a whole healthcare team backstage. I have to admit, this new look she got going where she is pulled tighter than a... See it? She oh don't even look God, like that is so scary. Anymore. She don't look like that herself is anymore. Scary. Y'all Google Madonna's new look. Wow. I don't know what... I she mean, looked possessed. She got something tightened. And pulled and stretched. I mean, that ain't going to help your dancing if your body failing. Because this is what she used to look like. Yeah. Remember the last time we saw her perform? I think it was on an award show mm. or something. Or was that Britney Spears? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I love Britney Spears. 
Madonna, I like some of her songs. I love some of Madonna's songs. Yeah. She ain't my fave, but like... But I'm just slightly looking at you cross-eyed. Like, girl, you 64. She giving her fans one more. I know, but she's known for so much dancing. Maybe she's still going to be dancing. Well, I look forward to the TikTok videos to prove me differently. Vogue. Strike a pose. It's going to be like, one, two, three... For, oh, this is not a visual. My podcast. arm is stuck. I'm bringing it back. Oh, I'm behind on the count because that's what Paula Abdul looked like on that Thanksgiving Day parade. Who told her she could do that? Her manager? I don't know. <laughs> they were like, Macy's called and. We need a performer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't. I cannot. I do like Paula Abdul. It's, it's a track because you know. All right, I think we're getting kooky now at the end of this podcast. A little laughter for you after some hard stuff. But, you know, if you're an ally out there, you know, know, be there for your friends. You know, a lot of us don't talk about some of those concerns we have when we step outside our house. Right. Or we always have to look back. Um. We just, you know, for us, that's our, ner- our daily life. And we don't really second think about it. Well, that doesn't sound right. Second think about it. We don't give it a second thought. Right. We just know to like, we step outside, we got to check. We got to check. We got to check. Because that's just our life. So it becomes our new normal. So next time you step outside and you don't got to worry about that, think about your friends that might have to. Yeah. And at this point, everybody's carrying a goddamn gun. We should all be scared. <laughs> Shit. It is true. A six-year-old shot a teacher. And was like, what? Yeah. It's, anyways, that's a whole other Oh, did you hear about the dog shot a hunter? I did. Oh, my God. Somebody wrote, you deserved it. I was like, oh, goodness. Somebody said, uh, you saved a lot of animals that day. I was just like, oh, my God. The man, is, is he dead? He's not dead, is he? I don't. I don't know. Well, bless, <laughs> blessings to his family if he, if he did perish. But man, that, that's a wild story. A very wild story. You know what I saw in Alabama? <clears throat> a, a professor is leaving the university because of their diversity initiatives. Bye. <laughs> I'm like, granny, granny governor ain't going to let that happen. Every time I see her, she looks like a little granny that belongs in the kitchen. She got a little poofy white hair. She's such a racist. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, that's going to do it for today's <laughs> Moss Podcast. So, anything you're looking forward to? Um, I'm looking forward to the weekend because the past couple of days being able to just sleep in have been great. So I'm just looking forward to a relaxing weekend, not going to Gasparilla. I'm here for that. <laughs> you? I'm here for a good weekend. I'm kind of looking out to our vacation calendars. There's mm-hmm. some things on the horizon that I'm excited for, but not ready to mention. Yes. On this podcast. Future podcast. A future podcast. <laughs> and if you're really interested in us, You should follow us on social. You should. We have a good time over there. 
We sure do. You can check on us. You can check on us. <laughs> you can check on us on Instagram. At Moss underscore podcast. Or if you like the bird, with Twitter is falling the fuck apart. Let me tell you. I don't know what the hell Elon's doing. Or if you want to follow us on TikTok before it gets banned because of China, <laughs> it's Moss underscore podcast 22. Where the fuck are we going to go for social? Just Instagram? That's Facebook. fucking world whack. I'm tired of hearing, uh, a, re- a picture as a reel? Oh, a picture as a reel? You can also email us at mannyandshawn at gmail.com. That's M-A-N-N-Y-A-N-D-S-H-A-W-N. I have a lot of grievances here at the end. Yes, you do. Or we're also on YouTube. So you can find us on YouTube at at Moss Podcast. Yeah. And maybe we'll do the Virgin Virgin Voyages video review this weekend. Yeah, we missed a couple of things on the pod, but you saw how long it was. So yeah, but this time it'll be a visual, and you can see the videos that we took and the pictures that we took, and you can see us actually talking. Oh, I'm gonna have to do my hair. I mean, we you just gotta cut. Well, we have to do it soon because my hair is cut. Okay, and my beard is on point. That's great. That's pod fam, <laughs> don't forget to follow us on your favorite streaming platform. You're going to get those alerts when our new episode releases. Find us, Manny and Sean. Yes, and don't forget to write a review when you do find us (laughs) and rate us because that will help our part grow. And as we love to say here on the Moss Podcast, do something good for yourself, then do something good for someone else. Like, you know, talk to your friends in the black and brown community. LGBTQI. Check in on them. Make sure they're okay. There's a lot of hatred going on for us right now. There is. So, but with that, we will leave you this week. Arr. We hope those of you that went to Gasparilla that live in Florida or traveled to had a great safe time and did not end up at the Orient County Jail. Ooh. I hope not. <laughs> Because y'all love to start drinking at 10 a.m. That fucking parade starts at 1. And I swear it goes till like 5 o'clock in the afternoon. It is probably the longest parade I've ever seen. I don't want to be there. Anyways. All right, y'all. Have a great week. And don't forget to follow us on social. Don't forget. Don't forget. Write a review. Please. Please. We got swag. All right. (laughs) Bye. Bye, y'all. Moment like this. Oh, she got an album coming out. It's going to be about her ex. Oh, yes, it is. Bye.